Ready? There it is. It's loud. Huh. We're back, everybody. We've been back. We're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels. It's a video game music podcast. And we are your two wonderful hosts. My name for the past two and a half years is Rob Nichols. And my name for the first year was Pernell. <laughs> and for the last year and a half is Bojams McGillicuddy. And I like that name. It's a Man. good name. Quality. Bojam, you like doing the show? Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good times. You good know? time. I, en- I enjoy it. I like hanging out with Bojam. Talk about <laughs> God, my God! I, I could have thought of a better name than that. Yeah, right? I really could have, but uh, <laughs> it, it, I do enjoy doing this show. It's a great time hanging out, listening to music. Um, I need to clarify something for this episode. This is come one of those wacky weirdies because you see, uh, I did the thing. I gave <laughs> I gave blood before yeah. co- right before coming here. Yeah, and I usually do platelet donations. And for those not in the know, a platelet donation is about two to three hours. They take your blood out, they pull some goods out of it, and they put the blood back in your body. Yeah. Which means you can oh. get up, you can go. You're spinning in circles, doing cartwheels the very next hour. But when they take your blood. It makes you kind of tired. Yeah, they're not, they didn't put it back this time around, man. They, they didn't get my blood back. That so, wasn't part of the deal. So um, I've got Pernell over here with a cup of tea, and I got him with some peanut butter toast. The dog wants my peanut butter toast. We got to get him Can't back up. It. I hope I hope everyone's ready. Get Pernell. Give some give him some good vibes while you're listening to the show. But we'll have already recorded it. Don't no this. no the facade for now. <laughs> oh right right. This is the uh, the theater of the mind. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Yes, we're we're, reco- we're we're speaking in real time from the past yeah. to you. <laughs> Let's have the magic. Um, yeah, so it's actually been a while since we've recorded because uh, we, we kind of doubled up on episodes with Ed for our FM synth mad FM synth madness episode. And if you haven't listened to that episode. Go back and check that one out. It that was a lot of fun. It's really good. Like seriously, stop this episode and go back because this episode is a train wreck. Hey, now you, so you're in the, <laughs> you went to the future and heard the episode too. I'm just saying, there's a that lot was of a time r- traveling in this window window of a minute. You don't know what I'm up to. You don't know what you, you don't know my life. That is true. I haven't been in the basement. No, my basement's um, off limits. For, apparently for time travel purposes. For reasons, and for DDR. But no, um, it's a great episode. Um, so we did that, and then um, I did a mixtape uh, last week, which was a lot of fun to do, which I'm just going to do anyway. But um, you went off to Chicago, and then you went to MAGFest. Like, I saw you for like three days, and then you were gone again. wasn't even three days. It was like a day. Like, yeah. I, I landed like Wednesday morning. And then left the Thursday. <laughs> you were gone. I was like, zoop, boom. Oh, that's right. No, the day you came back, we were like, hey, we're going to have a party at your house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't have time to clean. Yeah. No, but, was, then they, but then they came, Rob and Christy came by. We cleaned up. Yeah, it was all right. Cooked some crazy Mediterranean chicken. Yeah, and then like I, I wanted every games. game we played. It was amazing. Wait, hold on. I, was, was it you? Somebody won. I, I know I lost every game like spectacularly, <laughs> which was amazing. I'd never lost that bad at a board game, at that amount of board games ever. Well, for those listening that don't know <laughs> Rob's board gaming's ethic ethics, he doesn't go for the jugular as much. He's getting better no, at I'm it. I'm getting better at He's it. He's gotten yeah. better at it. Sure. But he doesn't. He's the guy that's like, 
I mean, like, if you ever there's a bunch of caricatures for like people you play games with. Rob is the one where it's like, I'm here for fun. I'm not here to make any yeah. enemies today. Whereas his wife and myself, we're going for throats from the start <laughs> yeah. of the game to the end. And it's when too you much. lose, you actually feel it in your bones. Yeah. It stings. Um, so like that's I think it's kind of funny that record because like even if like, Rob has a bad run he'll be like oh I had fun that's not a big deal I have a bad run I go to the bathroom so I can scream while nobody no, can hear me so we played the Settlers of Catan it was like oh it was like months ago mm-hmm. that was a bad time I've never had such a bad time <laughs> ever I never want to play that game again I, I never it. ever I want you to know how much I hate that game. <laughs> And listeners, it's a, it, you know it's not a bad game. In fact, we played it every weekend for almost a full year, like intense. And I've never won a game in my life. Never have won. And, and that time was no different. But it was such about it. a bad time where I was able to look back and be like, "This is the worst." Well, this is the worst. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, I will. Well, that's <laughs> so, fine. It's fine. I got. A, I got a little upset there. One thing I will say. I think when it comes to settlers, just from experience, but this could be a lot of games, and it just depends on the actual person. But with settlers and experience that we've had, when we first started playing it, it was a spectacular game. It was not Monopoly, but fun. And then, whoa, there we go. Then it got to a point where we started playing a bunch of other games. Some that were like it, but different. Some that were completely off the rails. But it got to the point eventually where it was like, okay, we have the options of playing 50 different games. Yeah. And Settlers is sitting over there. It's like, well, 30 of these games are better than Settlers, so why open that up again? Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I like learning. I like learning new games. I like, yeah, more than playing. Well, I like playing old well, ones, no, too. No, there's some, there's some that we've played that we only played a couple times that I want to play again. I want to get better at. Scoville. It's, it's Scoville. Um, seasons. Yeah, seasons is good. It's really, really good. Uh, but this is not a board game podcast. We'll do that. Yet. We'll do that soon. <laughs> yet, <laughs> but we are very big board game uh, fans. But this week, uh, so because I was um, watching um, videos from Magfest, well, wow, they did that so fast too. So shout outs to, if you've worked on or know anybody um, who worked on AV over at, at Mag this year, dude, kudos to you. Wow, they are they do kill it. <laughs> killed it everything was amazing and, and they got on youtube so fast mm. um, and in really good high quality but because of that and because i've been doing mixtapes of our past episodes i'm like hey rock music rock music's gonna be great and i was like rock man and he was like no and i was like crap <laughs> that's another time another time i think i think if we go back to some mega man rock man business it's gotta be like a party situation like we'll have some guests on the show. That could be fun. Like in person, and we'll have some drinks and we'll have a good time. Oh, that would be slick. Yeah, and good. then and then I'm going to have the superior boss beat. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a some we'll have a boss beat battle. Uh, but no, this one I want to do rock music again because I've been I don't listen to rock music on my own. Like hmm. just like uh, like everyday style, I just don't I don't I'm not drawn to it. And and this show has kind of opened me up to more of those sounds. Well, in that case, then. You're about to get opened up to six to nine more, tra- six, sorry, six to eight more tracks. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I know I went, I went more 16-bit because um, I like that sound when it comes to rock music, but I know you did not. So it's, this is an odd-numbered episode. This is an odd-numbered Purnell. Well, oddity for life, baby. <laughs> Whoa. Well, as 
I did not go with my expected to do, and I picked a couple tracks, but then I feel like in the end it still ended up being a typical Purnell song choice roster. But next week I'm gonna shake the I'm gonna shake the pooch, but it's gonna be different. But this week, let's <laughs> try. Don't shake my dog. Well not your dog, I'm gonna find another dog. I'm gonna shake it. Alright, well with then. love. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Wait, no. Uh, Already I'm okay with it. <laughs> so the first track I have is from a recently released game by Zeboid Games called Cosmic Star Heroin. And the track is titled Critical Juncture. And I didn't find the composer per so much as this, the group that they have it under, which is Hyperduck Studio. I'm sorry, Hyperduck Soundworks. Oh, okay, cool. Welcome back. You just listened to Critical Juncture from the game Cosmic Star Heroin by Hyper Duck Soundworks. This game is a title by the company Zeboid Games. And I'm not sure what other titles they've done aside from two particular ones that I'm not sure how many you've played. But one is called Breath of Death 7 and the other one is called Cthulhu Saves the World. Um, they, I've, se- I've seen Breath of Death like out there. Yeah, it's, it was on. Then um, they were both released on PlayStation systems. I think I would say Breath of Death has to hit on Xbox 360 back in the day too. But uh, their overall style is that they go with like a classic 16-bit mm-hmm. styling. Sometimes, usually, with like the Dragon Warrior type battle system. Though this okay. one decided to go a little different with something more akin to like Chrono Trigger. But it had an extra little side gimmick where attacks had cooldown periods, and you could only really refresh the attacks. 
by doing like a cooldown round where you use a move where the sole purpose is to kind of like wind your guy back up so you can start moving again. Oh, cool. It's an odd premise, and I still never quite mastered the battle system because I did the Pernell thing of hard mode everything. Yeah. And it killed me <laughs> hard. It was terrible. I've seen the, I've seen this on PS4 when I was looking for games to play, mm-hmm. and um, I've been close to downloading this a couple times just because I really like the style. It looks like it looks like Chrono Trigger. Like the game looks like that, like super, like really particularly Super Nintendo RPG style. It's and it was so really appealing beautiful. to me. And the music in the uh, the trailers were good. And now I'm hearing it now. And, and if the soundtrack is like this, yeah, I, I am interested. The battle theme is going to get on the show at some point. That's got I've been, to. I've been holding off on it, but oh, okay. eventually it'll make the cut. All right, when we we'll battle themes are coming up in a few weeks. Well, there you go. <laughs> we got to. Um, that might be, actually, I got an idea. I'll talk to you about that the break is um, it battle theme it's i'm gonna talk to you about battle themes is, is, is it the rest of the, the episode tell the remainder of rice store <laughs> it's uh me and pearl are gonna battle no i've given blood i'm tired i challenge you to a duel i'll just magic hats oh every time you know my weakness really cool hats yeah, so not, I should really put this back on my list then. If you, if you haven't finished it though, right? Because you had it on hard mode? Yeah, but okay. one day along with SteamWorld Heist, I'm going to go back and I'm going to play them on normal difficulties like a reasonable human being and <laughs> yeah. actually enjoy the product I purchased. But pride, man. No, I know. I get it. I get it. I, I, I understand. For me, like I feel like I'm not going to jump into a hard mode unless I know I can handle it already. Or I've already finished the game on a normal setting. Well, that's, that's just it, though. It's like yeah. there's this there's this mentality where I'm an ancient old codger who's been playing games since the olden days. You feel like I should do this. I should know how to do this. Yeah. Those kids don't know how to play games. It's, honestly, I want to be the guy. What kind of game is that? Well, I don't say it quite like you know that guy. <laughs> but <laughs> the rationale is about on point. It's that thought process of I've been playing games for so long. And most games these days are derivative of another game that's already come before it. So, or derived from a yeah. game that's come before. No, it. I get that. So it's like I should be able to play all of these games at this point. So why even why even have a learning curve? Just dive right in and expect to succeed, and then they kill me in one hit, over yeah, man. over again. No one. Yeah, you should never expect to succeed. It's all about constant slow improvement. Well, there's this one game I'm playing. I'm looking at my list of 2018 titles to play through. The game on there is Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus. It is a Falcom game, um, mm-hmm. action RPG style. Not quite. It's kind of like Ease, but not. Um, I set that to the hardest difficulty from the start. And that game I'm picking up, but by that same token, a boss will take me 10 to 15 minutes on the first attempt, and I die in two to three hits. <laughs> so it's pretty much 10 minutes of perfection Yeah, that you have to nail down. And I get it. I pull it off. It just takes a little while. It takes, takes a while. Learn the boss patterns and knowing how, learning how to dodge everything. Learning how to save the game real fast. You can't save it. Oh, you can't save it. If you die, you do the whole thing over again. Oh, man. Whole fight. Every time. I don't know about that. Get it right. Let me, t- let, me tell you, let me tell you about a hard game. Let me tell you about one of the hardest games there is. Mario Brothers. I'm talking about... I'm talking about real life for now. I'm talking about rollerblading on Paying the streets. The rollerblading on the streets. Is this Skitchin? It's Skitchin, baby. You guys, he picked a track from Skitchin. They can't have a rock music episode without Skitchin. I didn't, I'm <laughs> looking forward to this because I didn't know Skitchin had rock track. I thought it was like alternative or something. Well, it's like grunge rocky. It, right. Actually, this it's grunge rock. It's <laughs> and actually every every um, song title is really hilarious. It's like got really weird, really really names. 
So I picked Cheese Grater <laughs> from the game Skitchin, Skitchin for the Sega Genesis by Jeff Van Dyke. And this is some fun this is just some fun guitar sampling, you know, Genesis business. So for all you Mega Drive fans, all you grunge nineties grunge fans, like all one of you. <laughs> which is me in the room right here. <laughs> I, I listen to fun. Oh yeah. Um, I hope you enjoy it. This is a Cheese Grater, composed by Jeff Van Dyke. This is Cheese Grater from the game Skitchin. Jeff Van Dyke, take it away. <laughs> I'm enjoying the name Cheese Grater, though. That's a great name, right? Because I'm just trying to think of where they were thinking about what he was like, You know, we're going to call this track Cheese Grater. Is it meant to replicate the, um, you know, insinuate that when a skater hits the ground and scrapes across the pavement, they're kind of grating yeah. their cheese? Yeah, they all, all got like that up. kind of like name to it where it's, yeah, um, we're like, uh, uh, like, like, like you fall on the pavement and you're all cut up. It's like a cheese grater. <laughs> I will say Skitchin was uh, an interesting game in my lifetime because I used to play this. I used to rent it from um, Blockbuster Video slash West Coast video because it was yeah. two different stores. And uh, this was probably one of the few times in my life where I was like, where I was like, don't try this at home. I was like, but I have to try this at home. I want to do it. But I didn't own rollerblades, so I did do other dumb things like take a cardboard box, <laughs> like, <laughs> try to throw it on the grail and then stand on it and like grab a bumper and see how I could do with it. I've done it with a skateboard before, but never with rollerblades. I, it, it, 
No, I was yeah. I was quite the chicken butt because like the moment the car got a little bit started getting a little remotely fast, like let go, let go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you actually tried that? Yes, I did. I, I tried cannot. sketching, but with a skateboard and with a cardboard box, <laughs> <laughs> but not with actual rollerblades. <laughs> I had the, the the picture in my mind. Of like a bunch of kids in the street sitting in a box holding on the car going, just hit the gas. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were crazy. We, we were some stupid kids sometimes. Yeah, no, I get We used to play chicken with cars, but we didn't have cars. That was that was easily one of the dumbest things. Oh, that, yeah. that was growing up in the inner city and not wanting to be the loser of the circle until you learn that your friends are just insane. Walk away. Yeah, they're going to die a lot faster. A lot faster. Than <laughs> like, we used to do a thing where, um, God, this is like, go have people listen to the podcast. This guy was insane as a child, but it was like a, like a main street that went through Wilmington, and the light for like one of the main streets going uptown would stay red, and cars would just pile up there, and then when the light turned green, all the cars would start moving. We would be in the front, lying in the street. Whoa. And the goal of the game was to see who would lie there the longest before getting up and running away. Oh my how did how did we survive to adulthood? I don't know, but it's also partly why we I see a lot of people talk about, you know, safety for children, like how things weren't this bad as kids. Like we used to lie in the street <laughs> to wait for cars. For fun. For fun. I mean, yeah, kids are doing dumb things right now, like pod the Tide Pod Challenge or whatever, but we would lie in the street waiting for cars to come. Oh, my God. We all had our own stupid generational game time sessions. It's part of being a kid. Part of being a kid is being stupid. That just It's not even a mean thing to say. It's just the yeah, truth. Yeah, no, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's climbing a tree much higher than you should be able to climb mm-hmm. and then not being able to get down. Help me, I Help can't me. do this. And then your brain makes a note, don't do this again yeah, unless don't do you it. play for the descent. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play a game with you. Okay. Okay, because Skitchin has a really weird soundtrack. Okay? Okay. Um, not it's weird soundtrack, Twister. but, but weird name. Track. No, I'm going to I'm gonna give you three track names, and you have to tell me which one is not real. Okay. Don't look at my screen. From the game. From the game. So okay. These are track names from the game, Okay. Okay. Um, chug wagon. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin smash. Okay. And crunchy bumpkin. I'm think pumpkin smash. That seems like what you would have made up. Yeah, you're right. That's good. See, I, I know. Damn business. I'm good at this. Also, some great names in the in the game. Uh, Eat my junk. <laughs> Psycho deep fry. <laughs> that sounds tasty. And smells like tuna. No, this is one of these titles. Exactly, Jeff Van Dyke, man. This is one of my favorite soundtracks on the Genesis. It's got a good OST. It's, it's really a fun game in general. You should try it if you've never played it. I've never played it. I've seen it played, but I've never got my hands on it. Yeah, I'll bring it by sometime. You could check it out. I'll check it out. All right. So what's what's your what's your second track? We've we've, we've listened to some chuggy guitar long enough. Well, we're now we're coming into the of course Perno would pick these tracks category of oh. the episode. This one You're is picking them because they're good. Oh yeah, they're yeah. definitely good. My last one was good. Um, this track is from one of my favorites. Well, I won't say favorite so much because I haven't beaten it yet, but it's going to be, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, second chapter. Ooh. And the title is Fight with an Assailant, and it is composed by the obvious Falcom sound team. Excellent. And it is a gym. You bet. If you don't like it, I'll sub. You're going to cry anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
I probably will because of how good it Your is. Your blood sugar is so low right now. Oh, God, don't remind me. <laughs> I'm holding myself up. It's crazy. Welcome back. You're listening to Fight with an Assailant from the game The Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, Second Chapter, Cut. Soranokiseki, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> this is a long freaking name, <laughs> but I like the name. It is a great game. Hey, and, you love this game, man. Oh, yeah. like I still need to finish it up, but uh, the game is the second of a trilogy. And it picks up immediately after the way the first game ends. And when the first game ends, if you've gotten to the end of it, you are pretty much anxious to start the second one because it ends in such a crazy way that you have to know what happens next. And then when it starts, you're, it slows down again. The game's pace is like, all this stuff is happening. But so it's all, it's all like pace to like kind of keep you like, oh, I gotta know, I gotta know, I gotta know. That's what I wanted it to be, but it's like, no, you gotta prepare yourself. So it's like, it's, this game goes back to a rabbit, a slow pace again. And then something happens where, like, you think everything's ramping up yeah. real fast, and you go through the motions. You got to, you know, go through this enemy base to rescue somebody. And you get to the end, and assassins show up, and a battle starts, and this track starts kicking in. And it it gets you pumped. It gets you pumped. And I like it. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not as fast as some of the other songs in this game, too. It's like... No, no, this is the fastest one. Like most songs in the Trails in the Sky games, yeah, are actually really mellow. Like later, I'll probably have to tell you that you. I'll show you some of the other tracks. No, I, I played one of them actually at uh, Thy Geekdom Con. Oh yeah, you did. It was yeah. that weird, uh, that waltzy one. Yeah, yeah, it was real pretty. But this one, I, I, I expected something a little bit like for like a fight song to be like more like. Yeah, this is just like get your energy going. You're ready to oh, go. I love, I love this section here where the guitars harmonize with each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, oh, it's like all the, the Almond Brothers, you know, like when they like it's all those guitars on stage and you know, yeah, that's a little bit of a stretch on the Almond Brothers uh, <laughs> uh, reference, <laughs> but no, it's I like it. I like it a lot. It definitely has the Falcom Sound Team sound with the keyboards and the guitar. 
Mm-hmm. But this is some this is some rock, man. This is some heavy rock. If you're the type of person who likes JRPGs and you're okay with some exposition in the in the world that you're in, the characters and the universe, everything. Wait, if you like JRPGs, you are already okay with exposition. Oh, no, no, you, no, quite the contrary. Lately, especially, a lot of people complain about them taking too long. Um, and also, there was that period when we were younger, a lot of JRPGs were actually a lot shorter than we remember them as being. Like, hmm. Chrono Trigger, short behind game. Yeah. Final Fantasy, four, five, and six. They seemed long back then, but if you played them now, they're actually pretty short game. Hmm. Um, but by comparison, the ones that we were getting later in life from the PS1 up, maybe PS2 up, were pretty lengthy. Mm-hmm. And that's been one of the big complaints a lot of folks have, which results in a lot of companies wanting to make these, these streamlined ones. That's why Final Fantasy like, 13 ended up doing what it did. It's still long, unfortunately, but it's streamlined, so you're supposed to just kind of fly through it. Like it's like you wake up, go to bed, play the game, yeah, and just blow through it. I'm not a young man anymore, Pernell. I can't just like... Jump in and be like, all right, I'm gonna play eight hours of this game now. You know, by the fact that I probably as just much as I want to, <laughs> by the fact that I probably just slurred the last five sentences, I think I can agree <laughs> that I'm also no spring chicken. But even with that in mind, it's you've got some other circumstances going on tonight, though, man. Just a tad, just a little bit. But I definitely recommend this game wholeheartedly. All three games in the series. The first two are on uh, PSP, and then all three of them are on Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so there's definitely ways to get a hold of this. Mm-hmm. Well, my next game, um, you can only get one place. Actually, no, I think you can get it some other places now, soon. This is from Mega Man X3. Real? Yeah, composed by Kinio Let me try to take a guess Yamashita. on which level you picked, though. All right, all right. You get two. I get two guesses? You get two guesses. All right. Toxic Seahorse. Oh, my God. Dude. First try. Was that it? That was it. How did you do? No more quizzes for you. You know what? We got to get you on a quiz show after Bam. having given like blood and you got to like take it Apparently out. Apparently the secret is to become dizzy. Wow. So this, <laughs> this is a, this is Toxic Seahorse from the game Mega Man X3 for the Super Nintendo. I think they're re-releasing all the X games, right? Yeah. Supposedly on the Switch, but they have yet to establish the oh, format. Man, they're going to be great. So uh, Mega Man X3 for the Super Nintendo composed by Kinio Yamashita. Toxic Seahorse, which actually that name sounds like it could be in Skitchin. (laughs) (laughs) Toxic Seahorse.
like? Say your prayers, Mega Man. Say your prayers, Mega Man. Lost with that bitch. <laughs> like a Ty- tycoon. <laughs> Was it like tycoon tiger? Like or something? Dick, Dick Tracy villain. Uh, weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, Monocle this, Minotaur. Monocle. Oh, that's too good, man. You are on point tonight. Yes, <laughs> Monoc- I get blood more often. Yeah, she you know, take you out, make a man. I'm Monocle Minotaur. <laughs> Throws money at you. <laughs> <laughs> like just bags of money, and then, and then uh, he just goes to the wall, and you get his power, and it's like just blowing up safes. I forgot. No, it can't be because the future. Yeah. It's got to be bags of credits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The future, credits. future's credits, but it's still, it's still heavy. Yes, it's, it's heavy. It's heavier than money. It's it not, hurts. Yeah, the real, you know, it's like it's bitcoins, but like real, <laughs> real bitcoins. That's it. Uh, so uh, this is Toxic Seahorse for the Mega Man X3 for the Super Nintendo, composed by Kunio Yamashita. This oh. is this is my favorite. I like I love the soundtrack. I was telling Rob. Uh, funny enough, not last week, but the week that I left for Chicago, mm. I actually was playing Mega Man X3 from a nostalgia trip, um, just wanting to re- relive the game again, because it is my favorite of the X games, followed by two, then one, and then those other ones. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, this game just had so much going for it. It had the the basic abilities. You, just, you got the we got the boots. You could do an upward dash in addition to the yeah. air dash. You had these this tur- the, the secondary boosts, so you could get your four armor pieces, and then you could find upgrades to those four armor pieces. But if you didn't take any of those upgrades, you can get the golden armor. Oh, that's right. It yeah, just yeah. got ridiculous. Oh, you had the, the, the Mega Man killer bosses. It's, it was a great game, and the music was stellar, too. Yeah, this music is awesome. We were talking about how like the music on this is... like You get past the, uh, the 16-bit generation for Mega Man, and it's not as... You lose, you lose a bit of that rock feel to it, you know. Yeah, because I think that was when they started trying to get dramatic. Like yeah. the Mega Man games were like, well, it's a, it's a saga to save the Earth, future Earth, from this same guy who keeps showing up as a bloody virus. Ooh. He's not even a human anymore. This sounds familiar, Sonic the Hedgehog, looking at you. Well, Doctor Robotnik is at least alive. <laughs> is he though? That's a good point. He could be a... I don't uh, know, man. He, Look at the size of that guy. He's had a heart attack. For as large as he is, he can run pretty... He can outrun Sonic. He's quick. He can outrun Sonic. I don't think those legs are really his, though. Maybe like, maybe they're mechanical. Maybe. Mechan- he's got, like, prosthetics. Because he, he, he turned all those animals into robots, so he probably I, turned his legs into, like... I honestly and truly never understood how that works, though. Like, what? You've played the games. You've yeah. seen how it works. He'll beat a robot... And then Dr. Robotnik will jump out and he'll start running. Yeah. And, and then can't. Sonic will give chase. When the reality of it is, Sonic should just be able to take two steps and just grab <laughs> him up by the neck. He's the fastest thing alive. Except for He's Eggman. He's the fastest thing alive. Just the only thing he can't outrun is Dr. Eggman. Why do our episodes keep turning into us talking about Sonic? Why not? Um, so his name was Tails, right? Miles Tails Prowler. I love that name, Miles. <laughs> Miles per hour. He was my favorite. Yeah. I love that name just because that's just a dumb, <laughs> dumb pun, but it worked. <laughs> Gotta go, Sonic. Um, so, Toxic Seahorse? <laughs> anyway, so the um, the end of this, like the end, like the, the, the resolution into the, the loop of the track, right? Where it's like, it sounds like the end of a hymn. 
of like some like weird like religious song like it's just end right there I'm still not quite getting it goes do 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 amen like what no well I mean so the rest of this sounds like a fun rock track and we'll just do this we'll just do this once alright so yeah okay there's the guitar solo that happens in church when you pray yeah 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 here it comes That's it. Dun, 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 dun. But when that happened on the original record, you imagine, clapped your hands together and said, Amen. Amen, yeah. Imagine like an organ playing that a little bit slower. I'm this, telling you. This old lady rocking it out. It's just, it's, yeah. <laughs> Those Iron butterfly jams. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get out of this toxic seahorse um, nightmare and um, to another nightmare. Oh, this, this is the real McCoy. Well, my last track. I do love the real McCoys. Mm. I'm having trouble choosing the last track. It's from the same game, but there's three tunes. <laughs> S, L, or V. Oh, yeah, this is classic Purnell. Um, letter S, letter L, or letter V? I'm letter V. Okay. This is from the game Mockin' X, and the track is from the country of Vienna. Oh, the title's okay. called Vienna, and it's by Shoji Maguro. Nice. If it plays and I feel like I don't want to do it, you're going to hear, <laughs> you're going to hear a different track than what I just stated. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how we're, talking about, we're, talking about, we're talking about Soji Maguro here, so it's going to be... They're all good, yeah. but I might I might come back going, I wanted, I should have played <laughs> the other one because that sounds better. All right, let's check it Decisions out. Decisions and stuff. Uh, either way, Machin' X. Yes. For the PlayStation. Yes. It's cool. back and you did not go to Vienna because I'm wishy-washy <laughs> so hopefully this was also good this is actually the track from yeah. the stage of Sicily from the game Machin X 
Deus Ex Machina from the game Machina X. No, I just <laughs> I said all that. I just totally meant to say composed by instead of from the game. I'm still ditzy, folks. Very good. From the composer Shoji Meguro. And this is for the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was originally on Dreamcast. It was a first-person action slasher. Yeah. That was what they were toting it as. Yeah, I, remember, uh, I remember seeing this at the store, and I was like, you were like, yeah, you probably sold it. To me. <laughs> Pretty, I still think that was like <laughs> the only customer to that bought it at that store. Probably. But I remember seeing it being really interested. And then like years later, we were hanging out at your place. And you're like, oh, we should try this game out. You might like it. And then I was like, wow, this is disappointing. Yep, because the game had potential, but it needed more mechanics to make it flourish. But even with that said, once I got past the hurdle of, like, I wanted more than I got, I also ended up liking what I did get. The music is excellent. Oh, yeah. The artist artist that designed the characters for this game was the same artist... Um, I keep forgetting his name. Sort of like Kelly like Kazuma Kazumi Kaneko. Kaneko. I'll get it later, but I'm pretty sure it's Kazumi Kaneko. Kazuma Kaneko. I have his art books at home and everything. Don't quote me on that. I uh, did Megaton. Yeah, the guy who did all the older Megaton games. Oh, cool. Uh, he was the artist who did this game, too. And it shows because it carries that same level of dark atmosphere all the characters have. Like the main character artwork for the album is the character's face chipping apart into digital data chips or data crumbles. Or data sprinkles. I love data crumbles. Or data sprinkles. You know, whatever. Whatever. You want well, yeah, to be. It's a very like very angular faces. Like not not so elongated like Aeon Flux like mm. back in the day, but like yeah, very angular and long people. And they, yeah, very evil looking. Yeah. Like, it really fits the style of like those games. It really does, and I, I adore it. And the gameplay, the story concept was cool too. The idea was that you were a high school girl because you always are, yeah, always and uh, you come in contact with a sentient. Like, I don't remember if it was a sentient blade or a sentient life form. And the thing about it was that you could brain jack into enemies and basically steal their, commandeer their bodies and it could manipulate them. Oh, cool. So you would basically go to these environments, fight through them, and they get to the boss in the environment, kick the tar out of the boss, and then jump into their brain and steal their body and run around fighting as them. Oh, that's neat. It was a really. I love the premise, but like I said, it just it needed more meat kinda to like, it. Like the 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 the, the gameplay was kind of one like more of one note. Yeah, it was basically hack 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 hack. You have a special move. Use a special move sometimes, and then hack hack some more. You could jump and yeah. dodge, but overall, typically when I play a game, I want access to a repertoire of moves. You want you want a little more strategy. Yeah, I want to be able yeah. to when to use this move instead of that move. When to block, roll, and parry into a kick or something. Not. Yeah. Stab, stab, stab! <laughs> stab him again! Like, yeah, no, I got you. Um, uh, sort of the berserk for the Dreamcast. I felt that way a little bit. Like, I wanted a little bit more from it because it was like, it's the continuation of the anime. Like, the anime ended and the game started and I got really excited and it was just kind of, you know, just hit the button a lot. Yeah. Hit, hit the A button as fast as you can. It always makes me wonder how that would play out in a sense too because watching Berserk and reading Berserk yeah, he had he throughout the entire series. Crazy. He's always had a very limited repertoire of moves. It's just the fact that his entire gimmick is that he can fight well under pressure. Yes, and that he's the, just demonically strong. Like yeah. he, his entire thing is I'm swinging this weapon, this massive sword. Yeah, and sometimes I have a cannon arm too and a crossbow. Well, he refused. He refused to like to 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 fight with anything that he could manage you know he wanted it he wanted everything to be hard he wanted he wanted to be better than than what he could what he thought he could do which was good because the way his life turned out if he <sighs> didn't do that he would be dead right now yeah, i know so 
It's just funny how that whole thing works. Oh, Batsu. Glad you're still with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Guts. Yeah, Who's Batsu? Batsu? I can't remember his name. Batsu. Guts. Guts. Who's Batsu? The guy from Rival Schools. Oh, with yeah. The baseballs. I got Rival Schools in the brain, man. Yeah, because it needs to be in more arcades that we I don't, don't have access to. More Rival Schools. Um, well, speaking of fighting games, a little segue there. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm breaking out of the 16-bit. You did that intentionally, yes, didn't you? Yes. I'm jumping. I'm jumping feet first. Into Dicey K, Ishiwatari territory. This is Guilty Gear Zerd Revelator 2. Revelator! Yeah, a lot, a lot of names. But this is um, called Rokuman, which is Biken's theme from the game. So I think she wasn't in. Now, she was in all of them, except for. She, all of them? She was. I thought she was out of a few of them and then came back. If I'm wrong, someone can. No, quote, I think, but I'm, I'm pretty sure she was would, in the first one up. Yeah, she was. I was thinking, I'm thinking of someone else. She's the one armed, one eyed woman. Yes, Samurai. This is Rokuman from Guilty Gear Zerd Revelator 2, composed by, and the game created by Daisuke Ishiwatari.
Rokuman, the theme of Biken from Guilty Gear Zerd Revelator 2, composed by Tesuke Ishiwatari. Ishiwatari? Ishi. Um, Daisuke. It's Daisuke. Daisuke wrote. I'm having a hard time with some words, but I'm That's, doing better than Pernell. That is true. I have an excuse, though. What's your <laughs> excuse? Um, I'm American and. Not, not, uh, there it is. It works. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, but yeah, so I, I wanted, to, I really wanted to get some more Guilty Gear in here because, yeah, and then this isn't my style of music that I go for on my own. But man, it's good. Like I'm, this halfway through the song, I'm just like just rocking out. I'm not gonna lie. Full energy. Guilty Gear is a track that I typically find myself gravitating towards when rock comes up or just anything by this guy. But mm-hmm. I was like, there's a, I try to tell myself, don't do it this time because I've, I think I picked his stuff quite a bit. Yeah, on the episode, but yeah, his he's he's like top tier metal and rock for video game OSTs, and I don't hear his name come up nearly enough in discussions with people in regards to game music. It's saddening. Yeah, well, do you mind? What? No. Super jump, super jump, block, block, block. Uh, the audience is now death. And we done. The and audience is... And <laughs> The audience is now death. Um, I actually just played this last weekend, too. I played this at MagFest on the arcade machine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Though I was poor at it because I kept jumping on the machine when someone had left. So they kept me... I was stuck with... Um, Oh, so you were like jumping in when somebody like at the end of someone's like round? Yeah, so I was yeah. stuck using the guy a guy I never used. I was gonna say Potemkin. I think that's exactly who it was. The big burly guy who oh, just yeah. punches. He doesn't have like any crazy. I, I read moves. an art. I read like a whole article about like learning to play that character is like learning the game over again. Yeah, because, because he's he so plays unlike everyone yeah. else. It drove me nuts. I'm like, I need May. I need <laughs> Million Rage, not this burly man. Yeah, four or five years ago, I went to NEC. Which is the uh, the Northeast Championship, which is a huge fighting game championship to play Street Fighter Four. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a street. So I was going I was in the pools for Street Fighter Four, and behind me were the finals for Guilty Gear. And people were so hype for this game; they were like yelling and As jumping. They should be. It was insane. Like I've never, for like any of like the big money games that were going on, like the Marvel, Capcom, and Street Fighter, mm-hmm. no one was getting as crazy as the people watching Guilty it's Gear. Be- it was because nuts. the game is frantic. Like it's yeah. it's very fast paced and it's technical. It's not one or the other with this game. It's both at once. Yeah, it's everything, and it's cool looking, and the music's badass. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's we've had so we had a discussion about this on another podcast about um, balls to the wall. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> what this this is books, a, that's a sensation. Is, that's what this is. It is just everything, but um, I'm gonna turn this track down. I, I hurt my voice just then, but I'm gonna turn the track down. So I think it's time for the bonus round. <laughs> bonus round. Greetings, <laughs> my excellent friend. Got a little stretch there. And the yawn was coming. I was like, I'll just time it. Feel a little better. The fit. <laughs> uh, the bonus round is the part of our show where we play covers and remixes and arrangements of video game music in today's theme and today's theme is our second look at rock music so what you got well i decided for my rock track i would go a little bit further back at least so i found an interesting guy who i'd never heard of before but going forward i will be listening to more of his okay so, so, so we got we got a new new uh, new name on the show huh? new name on the show 
This is a remix of Area 2's theme from the original Bionic Commando. Oh, cool. And it's composed by Eric Gaiman, as opposed to Damon. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the spelling. You were listening to the Area 2 theme done up with a flashy style by Eric Gaiman from the game Bionic Commando. This game has... I've been on backlog fever lately. Extremely backlog fever. (laughs) Extremely. God, English. I need to get better at you. Extreme (laughs) backlog fever. You have extreme backlog fever, and there's only one cure for it. Clearing the backlog. Clearing the cowbell. <laughs> no. What? No. Why would that be the cure? It's, it has nothing to do with the backlog. No, 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 no. no. But, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that you, uh, you've you got a classic, such a classic game in your backlog. Or is this just something you're thinking of now? It's just something I was thinking about in general. Though I do have Bionic Commandos in the backlog if I want to be concerned about because I have, we were just talking about it, Bionic Commando Rearm 1 and 2. Yeah. I never finished either of those. Um, the only Bionic Commando game I ever cleared I want to say I cleared the original NES game, but it's hazy. I don't even know. But I did beat the one for Game Boy Color. That game was awesome. Oh, wow. I've never played that one. I, I love that game to death. Mm, I stayed had, up all night at a KB Toys in the dark waiting for an electrician playing that game. They had this arcade cabinet at the Pizza Hut on the corner. Growing With a Commando on it? Yeah. They had, uh, when I was younger, obviously, that Pizza Hut's not there anymore. Yeah, now it's a diner. It's not some scary looking diner. But no, they had Clax. They had Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, mm-hmm. which was an amazing arcade game. Yes, it was. Um, it was nothing like the Genesis version. And they had Bionic Commando. Oh, and Rampage. 
They ran. I, actually, looking back on it, that's like the sickest arcade ever. It really was, especially being in a pizza hut. Yeah. And for a second, I thought you were going to say that it was on a Play Toys tanks. I didn't know there was a Body Commando yeah, arcade game. There was an arcade version. Um, That'd be John Brain. That's what I remember. Maybe I was in a weird pizza coma. Mm. But there was definitely a Michael Jackson's Moonwalker because I remember playing and thinking it was really weird that it was like a it was like a isometric kind of beat 'em up style. It was really weird. And then if you grab Bubbles the the monkey, you turn into a robot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember you turned into a robot somehow. I just remember yeah. how. The monkey jumps on your shoulders and then you turn into a robot. Because that makes sense. Because that's what happened in the music video. Bubble had nothing to do with the trailer. I know. <laughs> the video. Just uh, they had to do something to bring Bubbles in. I know. I don't care. That game was crazy and awesome. So yes, it was. So crazy awesome. The things he went through to save one kid. All right. So I'm going uh, I'm going back to... I'm going to go back to Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear, you say? Because I wanted to play some music... From um, someone we played a few times, SSH. Oh, he did a rendition. Oh, right here. I'm not sure if it's a guy it's or it's, it's, uh, it's two guys. I can't remember their names right now, but their initials uh, mount up to SSH. Uh, Dojin, you know, indie rockers doing Jeez. like classic they're awesome. Games. Oh, they're amazing. Um, and this one is called Ia Crimson Death and this is the Midnight Carnival arranged oh, from Guilty Gear. That's a good tune. Yeah, it's a great tune. This is from SSH. Check it out.
That was uh, the Midnight Carnival arranged. Ia Crimson Deathne from SSH from the game Guilty Gear, originally composed by Daisuke Ishiwatari. So I got it that time. <laughs> you did. I'm yeah. not going to try to top it. I'm just going to let it ride. Yeah, it so a lot of heavy, high energy, heavy beats, heavy, heavy guitar. Good stuff. So like, but this tune... I, when you picked it originally, I'm like, I don't know how they're going to really improve that because it's already being done by the guy on the actual instruments. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's already hard rocking. But their version of it, it's, it did add some elements of, them, of their own. Mm. Yeah, they got their own style. They definitely have their own style. Yeah, and I love their style. It's so really good. Everybody's a winner, yeah. especially me. <laughs> especially you, Pernell. Mm-hmm. You're sounding a lot more awake. Well, I, well, I'm pretty sure when I get home, I might still just like pass out like a hammer, but I think I'm good at least for the drive home and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's important. Um, uh, for more information on the bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to their bios and band camps, YouTube pages, everywhere where you can get the music, buy the music, and support the artists. Yeah, I got to end on this beast, this beast of a tune, mm-hmm. and a little bit of jump and flash there for you, just because you were like, I got to hear that again. <laughs> it's it's become a tune that I play. I'm sure everybody has one where it's like, you, something you have to get done in a very short amount of time. Like you, like, you just need a burst of energy to get something taken care of, and you just kind of knock it out. And that's the track that plays in your head when it happens. I did the Pocky One Chip Challenge last week, and even though the pain lasted much longer than that, the actual consumption of the chip was a 15-second invincibility check <laughs> of crunching and swallowing. Get this thing down. Oh <laughs> Hurry it up. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't know how you eat stuff like that. That's metal. You eat stuff like that is metal. That thing hurt <laughs> like the dickens it did. But I played it off. We actually recorded it and everything. It's. it's I got to find that. I'm sure it's the, out there. It's yeah. on the internet. It's on, Eli saved that. I could oh, show yeah. You. We'll link it. We'll link it to the show. It's got foul language, though, so you might not want to. Yeah, well, uh, well, we can warn in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, just don't. <laughs> don't watch it with your kids, but um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I, mean, I want to see it. Yeah, typically don't swear too much, but it hurt. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> it hurt a lot. But um, anyway, so um, listeners, thank you for listening to another episode of Rock Music in Video Games on Rhythm and Pixels. I'm sure there'll be a rock music three, but this time it's rock personal or something. But, um, but it's good to get back into this again, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's been a whirlwind of a few two weeks um, trying to get my bearings straight again. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to kind of get back into some semblance of a routine, including the podcast, and just do what we do. Yeah, just do what we do best. Um, so we are going to have... Um, I think we're gonna try to get some guests because you had you had some nice conversations with some some interesting artists. Yeah, but I don't want to say any names. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I go, you can yeah. be like, oh, I'm totally down, <laughs> sir. And then like once they're not in your presence, like who the heck is this guy? No, no, no. We'll figure it out because I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna bug the hell out of them. So <laughs> I really want them on the show. So yeah, we've got some. Uh, we're gonna have some great guests, at least ideas of great guests coming up, and we've got some uh, great ideas for 2018. It's gonna be a good time. This time, 
there'll be more music involved. Yeah. With yeah. a dash of jams. More jams. And a bit of crunchy rock. <laughs> and then some hard tunes. Hard tunes. If you want to talk about hard tunes, if you want to know more about hard tunes, there's some hard bodied podcasters. Flexors. Why? Why don't you send us an email? Rhythm and Pixels <laughs> at hotmail.com. And for some sexy pictures of us, go to our website. They are not there. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want pictures of us being us, yeah, there's, just, there's a couple headshots, but that's about it. Thumbs up it. Thumbs up it. Um, rhythmandpixels.com. Yeah, that's a full track listing and uh, um, and information on the show and all the episodes. Um, and if you want to check us out on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, uh, look us up. It's Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. And, um, and if you like the show and you want to help support us, go to patreon.com slash rhythmandpixels. Um, there, um, all of our patrons, they get um, every month access to a live stream of us recording the show mm-hmm. um, once a month, usually around at the end of the month. And... Um, all pa- patrons of, of all levels also get access to mixtapes of every episode. So it's just, it's like the podcast with only the music mixed together. And I do like little, like little cuts here and there just to make it a little more interesting. But those are be for the most recent episodes. Um, and then starting this week, I'm either on Wednesday or Friday are going to be mixtapes from the beginning of the show of time, of beginning of time. You know. So gen- if you don't feel like going back and like catching up on episodes, if you're new to the show. Um, check these out. They're like 20, 30 minutes of just classic game tunes from the show. Abraham's best hits. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be awesome. Um, starting with uh, 1-1 is Contra. Can you believe that? Once Upon a Time. <laughs> that was Those were good times. Yeah. So, um, But it's just going to be the game music. I'm not throwing in any of the uh, any of the bonus round tunes. It's just the classics. Um, because I want to be able to... I feel like I really want to be able to uh, promote the artists yes. and, and be able to like say their names and where they can get their like their music. And That's everything. a good call, actually. Uh, I don't want to just throw them on onto like a DJ, <coughs> DJ mix. And I want to give a shout out to um, our patrons. I want to give a shout out to Alex the Messenger, who's been a fantastic supporter from the beginning. Thank you so much. Spectacular, Jim. Superman. She's a Superman. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Matthew McDowell. I want to thank a new patron, uh, Carlos. Thank you so much for helping support the show. I want to thank Morton Gangso, Enric Anderson, Chris Murray, Michael Bridgewater of the Forever Sound Version podcast, who just did an amazing episode on um, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons for the Sega Mega Drive. I still think it'd be pretty cool. It to was check out. really good. And I was like, I never heard of that game. I want to thank Brian Pitt, and I want to thank David Smith. Thank you all so much, so so much for supporting the show. You guys are spectacular, and honestly, we should game sometime. Yeah, we should all hang out. We should all get together. Virtually, because no one's driving to my house. <laughs> we'll get to your place. We're all going to show up at your house one day. You're going to say, Morton, what are you doing here? I Chris Murray? Wanted to come hang out. What the heck, man? Drop over some beverage. Wanted I didn't to tell you where I lived. Wanted to make sure you <laughs> played Breath of the Wild. You're going to play it. Yeah, he's going to tell you. <laughs> Turn that switch on for now. I am going to play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I did add it to my list. It is on the list. Right, well, well, we'll see you next week. This has been the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Have a great week. Have a safe week. Thank you. And remember, blood is important inside your body, and it's important in other people's bodies, too. Yeah. Sometimes other people don't have enough in their bodies, but you do. Give some away. Go to the place. <laughs> have them take your blood, and then they can put it in the people that need it more than you at a given time. It's okay. Your body's efficient. It'll just make more. You should do that. It's good. (laughs)